Clinton County has had three major heavy rainfalls in the last week and a half. The hardest hit places there were Ellenburg, Altona, and Saranac. Several inches of rain washed out roads, driveways, and damaged homes. Photos on social media show Standish Road in Saranac with one lane just sliced away by flooding. But Eric Day of Clinton County Emergency Services says no one was hurt. Knock on wood, no injuries, no deaths. Uh, so that's that's a good thing, uh, certainly. Uh, always always uh, pleased to, to hear that report. The central Adirondacks got hammered by the last two days of rain. But the worst hit by far is Vermont. We have reports from across the region on today's Story of the Day. Support for Story of the Day is provided by Renew Architecture and Design. Designing camps, custom homes, and more throughout NCPR's listening region. Details at RenewArchitecture.com. Hey, I'm David Summerstein. It's Tuesday, July 11th. Let's start in the central Adirondacks, where the heavy rain and flooding has caused some serious damage. Essex and Hamilton counties both declared states of emergencies, as have the towns of Indian Lake and Long Lake. Sam Keller works as a landscaper in Long Lake and spoke with Emily Russell. It started raining, what, late yesterday afternoon? And it it was a steady tropical-like rain, heavy. They kept looking at the radar, and it was just hovering over us. And it went through the night. I was up every hour on the hour. I said, we're going to expect some damage. (laughs) So about four, I stepped outside, and I heard a stream just down the road, just a roaring. So, you know, there's some of the roads and bridges are washed out. A dam has been damaged. Um, There's one photo of a house that looks like it's, you know, caked in mud, Um, What's it like to see those kinds of images of your community? It's a bit eerie. It's, it's quite reminiscent of, uh, you know, Ian back in 2011. Very reminiscent of that. Uh, they had put the warning out that we could expect rain similar to that. I kind of scoffed it off. I just said it was more hype, but um, obviously it wasn't. <laughs> was there any damage to your place? No, no. Mine sit pretty high under eye. We're working on the lake, watching and moving docks here today. And I mean, it's still coming up. It's come up significantly since this morning. We left here at 630. It's come up probably another foot and a half since 630 this morning. And it's still climbing. What is next for the community and for you? Like, do you think you'll be kind of out working for the next few days or? or... Oh, yeah. Uh huh. Yes. I mean, the town's been working diligently. I believe they've got the main road through town open, whereas we couldn't pass before. Um, yeah, there's going to be a lot of work. And I believe the Newcomb Road's going to be a while for that's passable, but it's going to be a lot of work for sure. There were heavy rains and flooding across the Northeast. Vermont was the hardest hit. President Joe Biden approved a federal disaster declaration for the entire state. Speaking this morning, Vermont Governor Phil Scott described the flooding as historic and catastrophic. He said flood levels will continue to rise into this evening. The good news is the rain has stopped in some areas, but that does not mean waters will immediately recede. They may, in fact, continue to rise. And even though the sun may shine later today and tomorrow, we expect more rain later this week, which will have nowhere to go in the oversaturated ground. So I want to be clear. We are not out of the woods. 
Our colleagues at Vermont Public have been working tirelessly the last couple days to report on their state and to the country about some very serious flooding. Parts of the town of Richmond, southeast of Burlington, were inundated after the Winooski River jumped its banks. Yesterday evening, Vermont Public's Elodie Reed spent time with one couple, Amy and Dakin Chanel, as they watched the waters rise. The water came in pretty darn quick. Um, it usually starts on this end of the fields, like over towards the water treatment facility, and it starts to trickle down this way. But as the river got higher, it's just kind of like meeting, and uh, the flooding is is happening pretty quick. So, yeah. <laughs> it floods at least twice a year, almost every year, like clockwork. It's it's something that I've gotten used to in, in the seven years that I've lived here. Um, you know, it's always come up here, but not quite up here. We're currently just packing like a quick uh, escape bag and um, have everything ready to go. And, but we were going to reach out to a few hotels to see if they accept pets and can let us stay for a day or so. Because from what our other neighbor said, once this floods and things slow down, it goes away pretty quick. So optimistic about that. So it's it's interesting watching people on our street kind of relive what happened before. Um, Amy lived in Massachusetts for Irene, and I lived in Essex at the time. Uh, so I wasn't really affected by it, uh, nor was she. Um, so, so this is kind of new. So we're just kind of playing it by ear at the moment. So taking taking social cues from the neighbors, like they're making their plans, but they're not frantic about it. There's nothing I can do about it. So I, I have to let go of that. But I, like the way I'm a planner, <laughs> so I'm just having things ready to go when we have to go at a moment's notice, then that's the best I can do. I honestly am excited because I signed up in the guard 26 years ago to help people. That's what I want to do. Uh, so I am waiting for my call to help. Uh, if it comes, it comes. If it doesn't, I can at least help my neighbors on my own. So that, that innate ability is there. I'm just waiting to activate it. <laughs> it's, it's close. And there is quite the current that you can hear. Like, it sounds like you're standing next to the river. I mean, you are technically standing next to the river right now. But, I mean, it's like the sound of the rapids almost. It's like, wow, it's right in the field. Amy and Dakin Chanel and their neighbors ended up evacuating their homes late last night and early this morning, according to Vermont Public. Dakin expected to be activated by the National Guard soon. All the flood warnings can be confusing, as well as what to do if you encounter flooding while you're driving. Clinton County's Eric Day spoke with our Champlain Valley reporter, Kara Chapman, about the difference between flood and flash flood warnings and how people can stay safe. Flash flood uh, is, is, is something to pay uh, very close attention to. It, 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 it goes with these heavy rainfall events, three, four, five, eight, ten inches of rain in a short period of time. And, and it means that, uh, uh, you know, areas that are prone to flooding, if they receive that kind of water, um, will flood very quickly. And, uh, you know, uh, it, it, it's very easy at that point for, you know, roadways to be damaged, uh, you know, property to be impacted. Conditions can change very fast when, uh, when flash floods are, are warned. 
what should people do if they see flooding happening, you know, around their homes or on the roadways and that kind of thing? The National Weather Service uses uses the, uh, the the statement "Turn around, don't drown." You know, if if you're if you're on the road, uh, if you're in your house, if you're anywhere, and and floodwaters rise, uh, there's water across the roadway in front of you. Uh, you know, don't don't drive through it. Uh, it, it urge you not to drive through floodwater. It may not appear to be moving, uh, but what you can't see is what's underneath the surface. There may not be a road there, or um, if the water is in fact moving. Uh, uh, move, moving water is is very strong. Uh, the the power of water is far stronger than any vehicle uh, or or any 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 person. If you see cones, barricades, road closed signs, like I said before, turn around, don't drown. These uh, markings are put out there for your safety. Um, they're not as extensive as the signage and cones and everything barrels that you see on the interstate where the guys are working. Uh, but, uh, you know, in the, in the heat of the moment, in the middle of the night, when there's, you know, when there's floodwaters coming up all over the place, uh, you know, three or four cones across the road, uh, or a barricade with a sign that says road closed that, that that's there for the public safety. And we, we, we implore people to, to try to pay heed to that, you know, don't say, ah, I, I live just up there. I can get through and drive around it because it's, it's chances are you know you might be able to get through but but it's been put there for the public safety because there was in fact a problem beyond that point that's eric day clinton county emergency services coordinator speaking with kara chapman we've more coverage of the flooding in the north country and across the northeast on our website ncpr.org for vermont resources and information vermont public has incredible resources that's at vermontpublic.org and again a big shout out to those reporters working tirelessly to get out critical public safety information the last couple days and sharing it with us here at ncpr it's a huge reminder of the importance of local journalism at all times but especially when communities are in time of need make a donation to vermont public if you can music today by eddie lawrence of moira and Ben Sharon of Watertown. I'm David Summerstein, North Country Public Radio.